Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone, wherever you're listening to, thank you for tuning in to the very first episode of the Play Action Podcast. I am Will Gethard. Alongside me is Colton Gesser. Colton, hello. Hey, Will. Thanks for having me on, buddy. No problem. Yeah, you're probably asking who who are we and why are we going to talk some NFL football? Here's the thing. We have two podcasts. We've had a lot of interactions with a whole bunch of people, and it's amazing of the work we've done so far over the last couple of years. And I really cannot wait to bring you what I envisioned into the uh, podcasting world. So I want to start off with Colton. I mean, not to throw you on the spot, but Talk about uh, your podcast, kind of all your stuff with uh, football and who you're a fan of. Yeah, man. So I host a personal foul podcast. I'm a part of the Sports Opinion Podcast Network, and I'm a big Steelers fan, but it's not just Steelers. I'm a fan of football in itself, and my knowledge is wide, and I hope to give you my knowledge that I can bring to the table here in this podcast. And, you know, I just love football. I want to be a sports broadcaster when I'm older. This is the way to get it going, man. If you want to make it far in life, you got to work your tail off for those things, and doing something as silly as it sounds as a podcast, if you make a legit content, people will take it seriously, which I hope they will with this show. I know Will has the skills to do it, and I know I do. But Will, we're going to rock this thing, man. We're going to get this thing going. We're going to get this going. We're going to get the wheels turning. We're going to be going so far. So about me, I'm a Jeff fan, but as what Colton said, Football is just like the like it's such a great sport. I love I love the whole sport. I can pull random facts just out of thin air. And some people think that's hilarious. Like I just pull like some random stuff, just whatever. It could be like the most like randomest thing. I'll just pull it straight out. And then everyone be like, whoa, what are you even doing? Yeah, that's, me. that's me. That's me with our colleges. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah. That guy went to UConn. That guy went to Texas A&M, you know, silly things like that. It'll just come out. And just like, I, I love, I love sports. I'm a big Flyers fan. I have this in my room that I'm recording in. Big Maryland Terrapins fan. Uh, Colin's not really a big fan of uh, the Maryland Terrapins, hey, no. Hey, hey, man, we drafted two Terrapins uh, this year. Can't go Antoine wrong with Brooks that. And Brooks and McFarlane, baby. Cannot go wrong with that. And hey, hopefully with this podcast, I want to bring some people on from other shows, kind of talk with them about their favorite teams, going to get into some talks with some other people along down the uh, road. I already have a few people in mind, but you know, I don't want to reveal too much until we kind of get that all straightened out. So without further ado, thank you for listening to the Play Action Podcast. And we're going to get right into this right now. What better way to start off episode one than on paper, the best division in football on paper. I should repeat that, you know, on paper, because anything can happen in the NFL. What's on paper is not always going to be guaranteed. So the NFC South, let, let's start there. Um, I want to start out with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers because the Buccaneers had a fantastic offseason acquiring the best quarterback in the game right now, Tom Brady, even though he's he's older than your average uh, your average quarterback. Going into his 21st season, age 42, Tom Brady moves on from New England, which I'm still kind of shocked by as a Jeff fan that he actually left 
I'm not sure if you were the same way with that. I mean, it's a guy that you never thought would leave. You know, it's one of those guys you thought he'd be in those colors forever. And, I mean, a little too late for my opinion. The Steelers would probably have another ring if Brady was in the NFC a little bit uh, sooner. But, <laughs> hey, man, I'm happy to see him out of the AFC, that's for sure. I mean, I am too. But that leaves the AFC East wide open, but we'll get to that in a later episode. Tom Brady replaces Jameis Winston, the first ever quarterback to throw 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions in a season. And that's still still mind-boggling as a stat for that. Not even You can't even do that in Madden. That's how crazy it is. Let's talk about uh, running backs. We have Ronald Jones II as their lead running back. I still think they are in the area to sign Devontae Freeman as a as their starting uh, running back. But he, want, he wants that dough. He wants a lot of moolah. Yeah, I just don't see it happening. I don't uh, see Devontae Freeman getting that big paycheck that he wants. He was the highest-paid running back in Atlanta. That did not pan out at all for Atlanta. We'll get into that a little bit as South continues with the Falcons. They did lose Peyton Barber. They did lose Peyton Had Barber. A, their running backs were very hit and miss. It kind of be this guy one day, Ronald Jones one day, Peyton Barber the other. They never had that consistent back. Yeah, they never had like a – they always had to put the game on Jameis Winston, which is why Jameis Winston was the only quarterback, I think, that threw 5,000 yards last year because their running backs were just so – you never knew what was going to happen with them, if they are going to like perform or just not show up. Yeah, and they're going to add in a new running back into that committee with Kayshawn Vaughn, running back out of Vandy. They drafted him in the third round, pick 76. You know, it's going to be interesting to see with that running back group what – Tampa Bay is going to do. I mean, you got the hottest commodity that was on the market in Tom Brady. So it's going to be really interesting to see what that offense is going to look like. A lot of weapons. I mean, yeah, let's talk about weapons right now. Mike Evans, Chris Godwin will return the best one-two uh, receiver core in the NFL. I don't know if you would like agree with that. I think they might be the best one-two. I mean, with Brady, you're going to see how special they're going to be, I think. I mean, it's going to be very interesting to see, figure under Bruce Arians' offense, where Bruce Arians has been at, his quarterbacks have been gunslingers. When he was in Pittsburgh as a coordinator, Ben was a slinger. Went to Arizona when he was head coach there, slinger. When he worked with Andrew Luck, slinger. And now when he was in Tampa Bay as the head coach with Jameis Winston, slinger. Brady's never been known as a slinger. Brady can get all the numbers and stuff, not saying Brady can't sling it. But Brady's never been asked to stretch the ball down the field, just throw deep balls and let the receivers go out and make plays like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin will do, which will be very, very interesting to see an older-time Brady in a brand-new system. That is true. But Brady gets one of his favorite uh, his favorite toy back, uh, Robert Gronkowski. I was not expecting him to be sent to Tampa Bay for well, a fifth-round, sixth-round pick. That was, yeah, bag of chips. that was really a surprising move there. But they still have O.J. Howard. They still have Cameron Bray, and I love that tight end duo. But I think I love it even more. You can really run a three tight end set, and you don't know who will get the ball, especially with, you know, the former first rounder, O.J. Howard, and then Cameron Bray. I believe he played on the Giants like a couple years back, like 2014, 2015. Yeah, it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see what that tight end group looks like, especially with Gronkowski coming into the picture now. It's it's crazy to think because I don't know if I go through tight end set um, unless you're spreading those guys out. I mean, and just not having a running back on the field, having like a tight end back by Brady, shuffle them out to the right kind of thing. But because there's no way you're sitting any of those receivers. You're not sitting Mike Evans or Chris Godwin for <laughs> three tight ends. There's no yeah. way you're keeping those guys off the field when Brady's going to get them the ball. And now we look at like the offensive line. The offensive line for Tampa Bay, Jansen, Marpet, they drafted Werfs in the uh, first round. Steal. A, steal. A big steal. My lord. Lord. I'm sitting here watching the draft, and Werfs is falling back a little bit. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. And next minute, 
The sound comes on. I'm like, oh, my gosh. They just did it. Tampa moved up and got a legit tackle to protect Brady. It was like a perfect draft for Tampa Bay, man. They could not have done it any better to protect Brady, get him some weapons. Yeah, they couldn't have made it a better situation for Brady. I mean, maybe adding – they may – add a running back before the season starts I, I think I think they will like a good receiving back complimentary back for Brady because he does like to check it down a lot but I think I think Jones and Vaughn can really carry that that load that James White and Sony Michelle Rex Burkhead and every other Patriot running back even before them has done for Brady absolutely Brady's gonna make some weapons out of people that you don't expect to be weapons so they also had Tower Johnson wide receiver out of Minnesota who was very, very good at Minnesota. Minnesota started getting some headlines this season. They were very good this season. And Tyler Johnson was one of those two legit wide receivers there. And he made some noise. Patriots drafted um, – excuse me, Patriots. A little, as you know, Tom Brady being the Patriots. Nice <laughs> saying Tampa Bay. Uh, but the Buccaneers drafted him in the fifth round. That could be a problem also in the South. That could be another really, really good player for Tyler Johnson and the Buccaneers. There's just so many great position players out for Tampa Bay, too. Like, like as you said, like they literally can make anyone into a star. And I think that I, Brady has that potential to make anyone a star. Like, his 2013 season. I, I can't even tell you who his receivers were. Like, because they were just so irrelevant, but he just made them stars. They were so good. Like, Campbell Tompkins. I, yeah, Campbell Tompkins is, is the only one I remember from that team. But he still had Gronk. He still had, like, all those playmakers over there. Definitely a, a, definitely an upgrade at wide out for him, for sure, going in this season. Uh, let's look at defense. I mean, I think the defense for, you know, the Buccaneers is a little bit better. Todd Bowles. Todd Bowles wasn't the best head coach. But he sure is a really good defensive coordinator. Making sure they got back uh, Sue, they got Vita Vey back, Golston, JPP's now healthy. And you're still looking at Devin White, who's now his second year. Devin White had a phenomenal, like, I don't even think there's what a better word than phenomenal for his rookie year. Hey man, don't forget my boy Devin Bush had a better season than that. Don't just don't don't forget my boy Devin I, I, Bush had a better season. So don't forget I, that the better the two Devins is in Pittsburgh, maybe. Don't forget that. I'll put uh, I'll put Devin Bush on my little whiteboard. I'll make sure I won't forget yeah, that name. Yeah, Devin Bush, baby. Go blue. But yeah, Devin White had a great first campaign. 91 total tackles for the man, two and a half sacks, three and four fumbles. The list goes on with a pick. He had a great season. That defense is very underrated. Levante David, Shaq Barrett, who had a fantastic season. Didn't hear much about Shaq Barrett ever. And last year, he put a mark like, yeah, I'm legit. Now New England. Doesn't have to, I mean, uh, Tom Brady, I mean, Tampa Bay Tampa has Bay. a legit, Tampa Bay has a pass rusher that can go and get it, and he's got healthy JPP on the other side. McDonald can sue, Vita Bay, if he can stay on the field, who they drafted a few years ago out of Washington. That front is very, very spicy for Tampa Bay. I really want to see how uh, Barrett does. I mean, hey, he had a, he had like 10 sacks going into like week four, like he demolished like the first two weeks and Daniel Jonesy sacked like four times and I was like who is Shaq Barrett I didn't even know because when I did this when I was doing this stuff last year I was like oh Shaq Barrett I don't know who that is I don't know if I'll be able to find a clip of me even talking about Shaq Barrett probably just breezed over him like it was nothing and even yeah, 19, 19 and a half sacks <laughs> yeah if he could do that yeah, again this year, then I think he's well worth that money. I so think so. And then you look Absolutely. at like you look at the uh, the corners. You got Davis. You got Murphy Bunting. Like you got some really good people. I mean Hargraves the third. I mean I wish he panned out a little bit better for uh, Tampa Bay, but unfortunately, you know it's a business. If you don't produce, then you're gonna be 
you're going to be skipped over very easily. Yeah, I mean, the weakest part of this defense would be their secondary. Um, I do like Antoine Winfield, who they drafted this year oh, in the yeah. second round. But that, that secondary is their weak spot. But, I mean, with that money that they spent on offense and the weapons that are on offense and the money they just put into some of those guys up front in the defense, they're going to have weaknesses, and that secondary is going to be. But that front, if they can get some pressure – to give them some time not to have the corners take eight years to try to cover receivers, especially the talented <laughs> receivers of the South, you know. I mean, it might be a little bit easier for that front. And with Tom Brady not turning the ball over as much as Jameis, that team is going to get a lot of wins this season. Oh, yeah. They'll probably at, they'll make the playoffs at least for them. Uh, let's move on from uh, Tampa Bay, or well, Tampa Bay, actually. And let's go into the new sheriff in town with the Carolina Panthers. Cam Newton, no more. He's gone. Teddy Bridgewater gets to show off what he's been waiting to do since demolishing his knee in a training camp practice four years ago. And I'm, I'm personally, I'm excited. I was really rooting for uh, Bridgewater to win the Jets starting job 2018. And they were able to get a third round pick from him. He goes into New Orleans, learns behind the other great quarterback in the uh, NFC South, and we'll get to him in a couple minutes. But Bridgewater is the guy for Matt Rule. Matt Rule from Baylor. And the Carolina Panthers. Will Greer, I I don't know what they're going to be doing with Will Greer. Third-round pick last year, if I remember correctly, right? Third or fourth rounder. Yep, third round out of West Virginia. Take me home. (laughs) That's right. You know who will be taking them home? The highest-paid running back in the league, Christian McCaffrey, one of the uh, first people from the 2017 class to get that contract extension, at a, four, a nice four-year deal. I think 16, 17 million a year, 64 yeah, million he's altogether. Paid. He's getting paid. paid, and I mean, last year he played like he deserved that money, and he's totally deserves that money right now. Yeah, we got paid. And you're looking at the rest of their running backs too. Is this Mike Davis? Yeah, Mike Davis. I believe that was the former. Uh, Bears running back Brown. from last year. Yeah, that's it. That Bears, not Browns. Yeah, Bears. Yeah, and you got Edo yeah, and then he Smith. Came, and then he was also oh. from Seattle. Also from Seattle. Can't forget about Seattle. Mike Smith, you got Bonifon, too, right behind there. Their receivers? Uh, at, the, at that rate, it don't matter. It's McCaffrey. I know. It's, it's just McCaffrey, and then players. it's McCaffrey, and then, oh, you can you can carry the football ones. It's okay. I'll give you your participation trophy. Yeah, we'll give you one here. Their receivers. I, I love their receivers. DJ Moore, third – third year yeah wow already his third year into the league and go I think, terps go terrapins uh I, I think this is the best target for bridgewater on this roster i mean I, I can't make any arguments there i mean dj moore is a clear-cut number one receiver he proved that last year showing you know what he can do and then they bring in the uh new guy robbie anderson former jet robbie anderson never had the opportunity to break a thousand yards with the jets i mean the closest he had was 2017 with uh Josh McCown, and he could he couldn't get that going. Twenty seven, yeah, nine hundred forty one yards, twenty seventeen, seven touchdowns, phenomenal year that year. Last year, only fifty two receptions, uh, seven hundred seventy nine yards, five TDs for Robbie. And then you know they still have their Curtis Samuel. Can't can't go wrong with Curtis Samuel, and then Seth Roberts. And they also have a really good kick returner, Farrow Cooper, and uh, they got Kirkwood, too, right behind there. A part of me that. I kind of do – I will miss is Greg Olson and a Carolina Panthers uniform. But they got uh, the new guy in town, Ian Thomas, third-year player out of Indiana. I think that that will be a very good move for for uh, Bridgewater if he needs to make those quick little completions there on the field. 
Yeah, they, they did have a few losses, though. They did have a few. Um, James Bradbury, I think, is probably one of their biggest up there oh, yeah. in the secondary. I think that's probably one of their bigger ones. Jared McCoy also hurts. Luke Keekly, um, that's that's the biggest oh, piece that should oh, hurt. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry well, to bring up well, that. Retire, well, retirement struck that one uh, at a wrong time. I think that struck that's everyone, that just that shocked the entire world. Yeah, didn't see that one. Yeah, looking at their – I want to look at their secondary because they have Dante Jackson. I believe he got a contract extension this year. And I saw something about who he has to face next season. He has to face Michael Thomas twice. He has to face, like, all these number one receivers. I believe he has to face Juju once. He has to face Julio Jones, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. He has to play a lot of people, and he got paid – to do that stuff. And I want to see what kind of pressure Dante Jackson might be in order to, you know, if he can live up to that hype, live up to the pressure of being the Panthers number one corner. Yeah. And they also have Eli Apple. Can't go wrong with Eli Apple. He actually had a better kind of season with New Orleans. Pretty sure he was injured a couple times. Yeah, didn't really see him. Toward the end of the season. Yeah. I didn't really see him, but after he left the giants, man, he, he actually turned into, you know, a good, a good player. Yeah, never lived up to that height coming out of Ohio State, but still very productive. And also, my one of my favorite players, Trey Boston, boss of a safety. And yeah, also – a contract extension. And also one of their other receivers, Chin. Linebackers, Shaq Thompson, a force to be reckoned with. Cannot go wrong there. Whitehead, former Chicago Bear, if I remember correctly. Uh, no, Oakland Raider, two years. Yeah, 108 tackles last year solid stats brian burns gets his uh second year new yeah, uh new system supportive. for him very very productive last year very productive kawan short you got brown at defensive tackle you got weatherly at the other place and you also got a smith oh yeah chris smith sixth year out of arkansas don't, don't forget uh gross matos out of penn state cannot Guys, gonna be first round talent taken second round. An Carolina steal. had a first, yes. Carolina had a good first two rounds with Derek Brown out of Auburn and Gross Matos out of Penn State. I thought they had a very nice first two rounds. Then Jeremy Chin, safety out of uh, Southern Illinois. I want to talk about their offensive line. They traded uh, one of their better guards for Russell Okun. He came in for man. I I don't even remember. Khalil? No, Khalil wasn't there. No, nah, I'm totally drawing a blank on who was their starting left tackle last year. A former Viking. Yeah, but they got Russell Kuhn. They got Paradise. Paradise? Am I even saying that correctly? I don't believe yeah, so. Yeah, Matt. Matt, uh, no, you guys were going to look to sign him, weren't you guys last year to see the center? Yeah. Yeah, uh, he came from Denver. Yeah, he came from Denver. Uh, and you got Moten. Moten, who's also another great piece. Taylor Moten for uh, Carolina. Going to be looking for his uh, contract extension if he can play some good ball this year. Let's, let's head on into Atlanta, where they have the new uniforms. I'm repping the Julio Jones jersey right now. But, man, those jerseys, I don't know what to think of them. I, I'm not a fan, personally not a fan of them. I don't think they look that good. Yeah, I uh, kind of expected better. Uh, I think the only team to really hit a home run on their new jerseys were uh, the Chargers, personally. Oh, Chargers have the best jerseys. They were Those think, are amazing. Yeah, I think out of the new ones, I think they probably hit the home run. Otherwise, I think the rest of them kind of balked. Yeah. So, Matt Ryan returns yet again another year, 12th year in the league. Todd Gurley, cut by the Rams. Rams take a big, big, big amount of money. They just get slammed right there. Now, Gurley is now the number one running back for the Atlanta Falcons. 
Yeah, coming over in the offseason, Todd Gurley. Uh, Ito Smith, Brian Hill, and that's really about it for those running backs. It's going to be interesting to see if Gurley can live up to his 2015 hype where I believe he won Rookie of the Year, only played 10 games, played lights out. And last year, just the arthritis in his knee just slowly did him in, and he eventually lost his uh, starting job and was playing basically a split uh, carrying system. Yeah, the, the problem was they lied. McVay lied the whole time. Yeah, he's good. We're good. We're fine. It's, it's like that meme you see in the burning house. We're, everything's yeah. fine. Everything's okay. That was Todd Gurley's uh, whole situation, the injury problem, is what was going on in L.A. Yeah, everything's fine. Gurley's okay. Yeah, we're good. And, uh, yeah, that no, you were never good. Um, receivers, Julio Jones, I don't have to explain them. Um, top three receiver in the league, depending on who you ask. People rank up as one. Other people rank up as two, three. He's – Lights out every single week. Calvin Ridley, great name, uh, third year. Uh, Laquan Treadwell, that's a very interesting name. Ever since the Vikings cut Treadwell, he's bounced from team to team. Last year, I think he played on the Jets for a little while and got tossed all down into uh, Atlanta. Oh, no, he was with Minnesota last year. I don't know what I'm Minnesota. talking about. He was with Minnesota. I think it's a little wrong Just guy. Just never panned out. Never did. Um, and you also have Gage. Gage two for Atlanta. Oh, he had 49, oh, 49 catches. Wow, he actually did have a great year last year. I'll, it's going to be interesting to see what he can do, especially being a deep threat for uh, Matt Ryan for another year. And one of their bigger acquisitions, Hayden Hurst traded from the Ravens to the Falcons after the Falcons lost uh, Austin Hooper. Very disappointing was Hayden Hurst in Baltimore. Never faked the hype coming out of South Carolina. Former baseball star, never lived up to the hype. And, uh, you know, he's got a new home now in Atlanta. You know, he's going to slide in that number one tight end role with, as you just touched on, Austin Hooper gone. So he's got – he's got, and he's got a legit quarterback, man. It's time to put up or shut up for Hayden Hurst. And also the one thing I didn't really like when he was drafted, he was a lot older than a whole lot of these players. He was – yeah. I mean, he was also hurt a lot, too. I mean, Mark Andrews eventually took over his role in Baltimore. But in this kind of system, hopefully he can pan out into what the Ravens thought he would be for Flacco. But now let's see if he could turn into that player for uh, Matt Ryan. Uh, Offensive line. So looking at Matthews, uh, Carpenter, Alex Mack, Lindstrom, and McGarry. A very solid line. Let's see if they can hold up. They've always kept Matt Ryan upright for the most part. And also, one one pick I was really interested about was Hennessy being drafted by the uh, Falcons, even though you have Alex Mack, who is, you know, one of the top centers in this entire sport, that they take him in the uh, third round. Well, Alex Mack is 34. He's getting up there in age. Yeah, he's up there in age. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame him that much now, now that I see that. But they do add a corner that they did lose. They did lose Desmond Trufant. They do add A.J. Terrell. Clemson, which was a very interesting pick for the Falcons. I know. I hopefully. I mean, he, I don't know if he'll live up to the height of Desmond Trufant because Desmond Trufant was just amazing in all different aspects. He gets cut, goes off into the Motor City. But seeing Keanu Neal come back after, I believe he tore his. Oh no, that's Kazi, right? Yeah, someone tore their ACL in that backfield. That wasn't Kazi. That was a uh, 
Keanu Neal. Yeah, Neal tears uh, ACL last year against the Colts. He comes back, hopefully to be the starting safety for the Falcons. I mean, I really I really like how this the secondary kind of looks, at least safety-wise. You got Kazi, who's going to be the hard hitter. You got Neal, who's going to play a lot of that coverage all over. And then you also have Allen, too. Yeah, Ricardo Allen, who actually did have a a fairly good season last year. Problem is that Falcons secondary can't stay healthy. That's that's the problem there in ATL. They they haven't been able to stay healthy for what the last like two years, if I remember yeah. correctly. There was a time where, man, I wouldn't want to play the Falcons. Now it's like whenever the Falcons are like really going through injuries, it's it's something for them. You could you could tell they really needed a corner because they might have reached a little early on AJ Terrell. The first two guys were clearly Akuda. C.J. Henderson established himself as a cornerback, too. And A.J. Terrell was that third guy. He didn't know where he'd go, whether it be late first round. Figure he went mid first round. So that clearly says how much Atlanta needed a corner. And um, they went and got their guy in A.J. Terrell. Isaiah Oliver, too. Yeah, and, the, and linebackers. Um, no more Vic Beasley. Vic Beasley is gone. I don't know where he ended up heading. But they still have I, I believe one Tennessee. of the – yeah, he went to Tennessee. Deion Jones. I mean, I I believe I can't even say if I believe a lot of these players got hurt because like there hasn't been a lot of play time for a lot of these guys. But 110 tackles for uh, Deion Jones, 68 solo tackles, one interception, fumble recovery. I mean, that's okay for the defensive side. Wow, I have no idea who some of these people are. Wow, I'm like just drawing a blank too. Got a Charles Harris. Like this, this, um, this defensive, this linebacker core. I mean, besides Deion Buchanan, I think Buchanan's a great, like, hybrid kind of player. He could play safety, play linebacker. He got moved around in uh, Arians' defense at the end of Arians' uh, regime in uh, Arizona. It's going to be interesting to see what they could do with these linebackers. Yeah, it's it's a very interesting defense. It all comes down to health, man. They haven't been healthy the past few seasons in that defense, and they were always supposed to be a solid defense and just never healthy. They've just never been healthy. So you've never been able to see how good that defense could be after that Super Bowl. It just hasn't been the same. They have not been healthy, which is, you know, a big problem in the league is being healthy. From defensive line, I still think they have a phenomenal defensive line. Uh, Tech McKinley, Grady Jarrett, you got Alan Bailey, and J.F. Dante Fowler. Oh, my God. I forgot he yeah, went there. Don- yeah, they signed Dante Fowler this offseason. Yeah, 11 and a half sacks last year. Wow. I actually completely – forgot that he signed there that's how much you know how much planning i really went into looking at this i thought i knew everything i don't know amen. i don't know at all amen go with it on the fly all good coach all good if they're able to get that pressure on the quarterback especially that defensive line i think it can make the uh, corners and safeties play a whole lot easier figure the first three teams we've looked at so far all have decent fronts if you've noticed Oh, yeah, they Carolina, all have. Carolina Carolina probably being the weaker of the two, but Carolina still has Burns, who's legit, and then see how Derrick Brown turns out for them. But you got to figure all the fronts here in this division are pretty good. We didn't even touch on the Saints yet, which is really good. It's going to be interesting to know um, what the Falcons can do and the Panthers can do because I don't even think they're in anyone's discussion of winning this NFC South right now. It's between the Buccaneers and the Saints. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's crazy to think. Like I said, I'm happy as heck for Teddy Bridgewater. I think Teddy – I think Carolina got a steal for Teddy Bridgewater for his price where it could have been, honestly. They got him at a steal of a price. 
I think Gurley needs to either bounce back season. It's been a while since we've seen legit Todd Gurley. And if they can get legit Todd Gurley, Atlanta could very well be in the conversation for the division. Very well with that offense. It all comes down to Gurley, I think. It all comes down to him. And now the last team, the Saints. I mean, it was kind of disappointing to see them lose to the Vikings in the playoffs. I thought this team could have had that last shot at the Super Bowl. And before we really like talk about this team, do you think the the door for the Saints to win another Super Bowl with Breeze and Peyton, do you think that is officially closed? No, I think they made enough moves this offseason. They kept um, got him some help up front with Cesar Ruiz, who is a very versatile offensive lineman out of Michigan, plays guard, center, natural position is center, but he can play guard. You play him wherever is needed, and he will get the job done. Very, very, very good center or guard, wherever you want to put him, out of Michigan. Malcolm Jenkins coming over this offseason. Emmanuel Sanders, another weapon. I've, we've kind of all been saying, I feel like the media and the sports fans that know football and watching the Saints. It's literally just Mike Thomas and Mike Thomas there. It's kind of what, what's been going on in New Orleans. They finally bring in Emmanuel Sanders, who is very, very good in San Fran. So you finally have a one-two punch there with Kamara now uh, with the receivers. So it's not like, all right, let's double Mike Thomas, take him out, and take care of Kamara, who was very quiet last season. Take care of those two guys, and all right, well, good luck. Uh, you know, where are you, where are you moving the ball? What are you doing now? So they brought in a legit number two in Emmanuel Sanders. I, I think their window is open still. I think this is probably one of the last two years they're going to have with the Saints, you know, with their window open right now. Um, unless their chips are all in on Taysom Hill, you know, and they figure that's their future guy or famous Jameis. But I think uh, I think their window is still very well open. Yeah, I mean, you talk targets. Jared Cook is still there. Jared Cook against the Niners had like a blow-up first quarter. Unfortunately, he got hurt and was taken out of the rest of the game. But Jared Cook is still playing lights out from – man, he was in Oakland last – he was in Oakland two years ago, comes in last year, plays – Man, some of his, his best football, I don't think he's ever had a better – well, yeah, he did have a better year with a car. Hey, 705 yards, nine touchdowns. Man, yeah, like as you said, like there's not going to be a person they will know who to double cover, especially if it's like Mike Thomas or even Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, it's very interesting to see how good of a season Mike Thomas is going to have. Um, I was a Mike Thomas trade partner last season, and I loved the trade, and I won my league because of it. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see. Does he have that same type of season? You know, and you have another piece there with Emmanuel Sanders, another mouth to feed that's a legit mouth to feed, might I add. He's a very productive – on the older side, but still very, very productive is Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah, I mean, hey, he gets another year older, but he's still playing like he did early on in his uh, Pittsburgh days and especially his uh, Denver days. And yeah, he's 33. I mean, he's not the youngest guy out there, but still very productive. I mean, hey, running backs, you have Kamara, you have uh, Murray, a, a really good one-two punch there. I mean, both of them could catch. Both of them can run the ball. Daryl Washington, too, as like the third running back, but you'll never really see him unless Murray or Kamara are just like not – in the uh, picture and looking at this offensive, this offensive line, Armstead, Ramsack, like good luck. I mean, you got two of the best tackles on the same team. Nonetheless, you have Austin Pete. You have McCoy. I believe they drafted him recently or they either picked him up. One of the two. Yeah. They drafted him last year. This is like the perfect opportunity for Drew Brees cannot go wrong anywhere. 
No. Like I said, they drafted Cesar Ruiz out of Michigan, so they have some help up front. Like I said, they did a lot to help out Drew Brees, unlike Green Bay. <laughs> Drafting for eight years down the line, they said, all right, we got some time to win now with Drew. Got that extension. Let's put some help around him. Let's protect him a little bit. He's getting older. Can't him get hit. So I think I think they did the right job. They they brought in some pieces, you know, brought in some weapons, got him offensive line help. I think uh, they put their chips in on Drew here, man. It's time to win. It's time to win. They haven't done it yet. It's time to win. And even like if even if they have to put the uh, the game on Drew Brees' shoulders, like this defense is this is still phenomenal. There's really there's no weak spot anywhere on this defense. You got Janoris no. Jenkins, uh, Marshawn Lattimore. You got Jenkins, who's now returned to his uh, alma mater. Marcus Williams, DJ Swearinger. Oh my God, <laughs> uh, Robinson. He returned last year, and uh, I believe this is PJ Williams. Yeah, PJ Williams had a an okay kind of stat line last year. Like, Jeez, no, I'm looking at this thing right now with uh, players gained. They really did Mr. Famous Jamison dirty. Not on this list at all. Jeez Louise. They only that's paid the biggest, they, That's the biggest free agent signing. What are you kidding? Famous James Boy. We're going to go. We're seeing 30-30 vision. 30-30. Jeez, come and on. Even, Disrespecting James. Even their, their linebacking core, Kiko Alonso. Yeah, like Kiko Alonso. Uh, he comes in from Miami. Demario Davis, who's been playing some of his best football the last three years. Demario Davis is very, very, very good last year. Phenomenal for the Saints. And he's still he's still snubbed. Like I don't know how you he's not in your conversation as like one of the best linebackers. Like he plays literal lights out every single week. Don't matter if he played on the Browns, played in the Jets. Like he's played phenomenal last three years. Hey Amen. That's what happens when you play on that team. Some guys get tossed in the dust, and you don't really hear about them. Defensive line, too. You look at uh, Cam Jordan, Rankins, Davenport, Animata. Like, wow. Good luck. Told you. Like, like I, I said before, to... man, the fronts in the whole division is a problem for teams. The whole front is scary. There's literally no – if you could find the opening on this, like, this team, like, please let me know. I have no idea where it is. Like, oh, my God. There's, there's I thought so... they actually had a. I thought they had a very good third round. Zach Bond coming in from Wisconsin, very very good Badger he was, and then yeah. Adam Trotman, tight end out of Dayton. He was one of the higher rated tight ends in the draft. He goes third round to the Saints. So you got possibly a two tight end set with him and Cook. So like I said, they got weapons for Breeze. Offensive line they secured it, getting another guard and Caesar Ruiz. Uh, I think they, they put their chips all in the basket. Malcolm Jenkins coming over this offseason. They, they, they did a very good job keeping a lot of pieces there, putting the chips in the winning now. And uh, the door's still open for the Saints. I think this is kind of like their opportunity. Kind of got slapped in the face with Tom Brady coming over. You know, I thought the division would be a cakewalk again for them. Yeah, here comes Brady marching in. This is going to be interesting, I got to tell you, Will. And it's going to be a very interesting week one at about 425 Eastern Standard Time. The first Breeze-Brady NFC battle. That's going to be the most interesting one yeah, of the I'll bunch. Get my, I'll, get my, I'll get my popcorn ready. <laughs> and I, that is about it for this episode. I mean, yeah, hey, this division is maybe the scariest one of on paper right now. This is like the scariest division. So over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be going – 
division by division. So we're going to be looking at the AFC South next week, followed by the East and then the West and then the North we're going to be ending with. So it's going to be a very fun ride um, going all over the country. It's going to be exciting nonetheless. I think the NFC has two of the best divisions. I think the South and the West are probably the best divisions. Hands down. Like the West is going to be another one where you don't know who can honestly pull off that division because all the teams are almost equal. Well, talk about free agency and acquisitions and stuff, man. I can't wait to get to the West, Arizona. Spoopy man in Arizona. Spooky season out there. That's right. So, everyone, thank you for tuning in. Um, you're going to be probably listening to this on Spreaker, and it's going to be slowly spread out throughout the uh, the week coming. And we're going to be cranking these episodes out at least once a week. No idea when, but we're going to hopefully get a nice little set schedule going. So, thank you. I am Will, and thank you, Colton, for coming on. Absolutely, Will. Always, Absolutely. always a pleasure with Colton. Always a pleasure. Yes, sir, man. Always down to talk some foosball with your foosball friends. Come on, man. <laughs> All right. Hey, everyone. Uh, thank you for tuning in, and hopefully you guys will come back next week. Thank you very much. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.